Joshua, Ruiz, the rematch, fight prediction, dun, 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 hey guys, Fight Junkie here, as usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter, at FightJunkie.com, listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there, you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash Fight Junkie. 2006 so we have aj versus ar this is the rematch and everybody's excited to see it ruiz yes the person who won the first fight is the underdog in the second fight plus 185 joshua the loser in the first fight is the favorite in the second fight minus 200 we'll go won't go 12 full rounds we'll go plus 245 won't go Minus 290. We have Joshua wins by decision. Plus 375. Ruiz wins by decision. Plus 1221. Joshua wins inside. Plus 106. Ruiz wins inside. Plus 248. Fight is a draw. 40 to 1. Obviously, you would think with the way that Ruiz beat and upset the odds in the first fight that maybe he would have been a bit closer when it comes to the odds in the rematch actually the books opened him even higher at 225 at one point he was the highest 275 it seems totally illogical when you watch the fight seeing that Ruiz came in at a nice fluffy 268 pounds not a lot of people gave him a shot to win and he pretty much dominated uh joshua over the course of the fight even in the third round when he got knocked down he got back up and he knocked joshua down so granted he did get caught but he had his senses about him and this is the thing with ruiz and i said this prior to the first fight so i'm not just over here spouting some nonsense because he pulled the upset in the first fight i said this if joshua goes after this man and does not get him he is going to be in trouble. Now, I didn't outright pick the upset. I didn't say Ruiz was going to smash him and knock him out and upset it and take the titles. But I did see danger there. A lot of people going into that fight, the, the average Joe and Jane didn't know who Andy Ruiz was. They saw a guy that looked completely out of shape, who already had a loss to Parker on his record. And they didn't think that this guy stood a chance against Joshua. Should have Joshua been the favorite? Yes, I think he should have been the favorite. And I think what Ruiz did can be considered an upset. But those in the know, those that the people, the hardcore fans know who Andy Ruiz was. They knew that even though he looks out of shape, he has really good cardio, has fast hands. The kids got skills. So anybody that was paying attention knew that Ruiz in a certain circumstance could be dangerous. And that circumstance happened because... Anthony Joshua has flaws and anybody who has watched him knows that he's had these flaws long before he lost to Andy Ruiz. A, his chin. to his cardio. These things are going to be there and I don't believe that they're going to be corrected. I think they can be hidden. I think you can lessen them, but I think they're going to be there throughout his career. He's shown this throughout 
his fights and previous times before Ruiz that he's vulnerable in those two areas. And then you saw it all come together against Ruiz and he broke. And I'm not going to say he quit because he got a lot of heat saying he quit. A guy who gets knocked down four or five times and gets back up every single time in my book is not a quitter. It's just, man, a, a, a fatigue will make a coward out of men, guys. If you haven't been there, it, it's really hard to describe. But when that fa- fatigue sets in, I mean, his body just was shutting down. In my opinion, he showed a lot of heart because he was basically out of it. He was fighting on instinct. He was fighting on heart. He was just doing what he could to survive and at the same time try to keep his title, you know, try to stay in the mix. All these super fights, everybody's selling hundreds of millions of dollars on the table. And the guy was gassed, gassed, gassed. Now there's two trains of thought here. You have one side of the equation that says Anthony Joshua should fight exactly how he has been fighting, exactly how he fought in the Andy Ruiz first fight. And that is, you come out, you overwhelm your opponents, you knock them out, and you go home. And you know what? For the majority of his fights, it's worked. I mean, if you factor in what he's done throughout his career, he comes in, he blasts people out, he's exciting. He's technically pretty good, he's got power, he gets people out of there and he goes home. The problem with that is if you get a guy, a little sturdy rock like Ruiz, that's able to survive those spots, you see what happens. In fact, in my opinion, Klitschko was the one that had the first upset in his grasp, And he let it go. The difference between Klitschko and Ruiz is Ruiz is hard-nosed. And he has better cardio. Klitschko is a guy who suffered from cardio issues and chin issues throughout his career. But he had the title right there. He had the upset. It was there for the taking. All he had to do was put his foot on the gas. But he didn't do it. He allowed Joshua to survive. Where Ruiz kept on him. Pressure, pressure, pressure burst pipes and he kept on Joshua and didn't allow him time to rest and recover and get back into the fight something that Klitschko did now since we're talking about Klitschko I'm gonna add another name in there Lennox Lewis another guy who throughout his career many people thought didn't have a very good chance and had cardio issues as well why am I bringing them up because Anthony Joshua in my opinion needs to adopt a Lennox Lewis slash Vladimir Klitschko style of fighting. I'm talking specifically when Manny Stewart got a hold of them guys and used their physical advantages, slowed the tempo down. These guys have major power. It doesn't. It's not like you have to just go out and blast people out like a Prime Mike Tyson or a Deontay Wilder at this point. You can set it up kind of like how Wilder did against Ortiz. He was just patient and methodical and he was losing the rounds. But he was setting it up. And with with a guy like Wilder, it only takes one punch. We've seen that before. Ortiz is a guy who technically is better than Wilder. He's shown that in two fights, and he's been knocked out in both of those fights. So when you have these guys with these huge physical advantages and power, and believe me, AJ has power. Lennox Lewis had power. Vladimir Klitschko had power. You don't necessarily have to go out and blow the gas tank out, and if you don't get them, then you're in a world of trouble. What he can do is do what those guys have done. The blueprint was right there. All he has to do is use the jab, 
use the jab, slow the tempo down. If you look in the first fight, he had great success using the jab against Andy Ruiz. Obviously, he has physical advantages there, including reach, and he was able to tag Ruiz from the outside with the jab. The thing is, he was getting a little impatient, and he wanted to blast this no-hoper out and go home and, and look for the next big $100 million fight. And it didn't work out that way. Even when he knocked Ruiz down, look what happened. He immediately starts, you know, okay, this is it. This is another Joshua fight, and Ruiz comes back. Comes back and wobbles him, and everything changes from that point on. You could see in the third round that Joshua was gassed. He was literally gasping for air, and that was in the third round because he's muscle-bound to begin with. I believe that's a huge problem for him. He's very muscular, and that takes a lot of oxygen. And throughout his career, we've seen six, seven rounds he gets in, he starts getting tired. Now, Klitschko had that rap. Lennox had that rap, and look at how their careers turned out. I mean, it's impressive. You can still work with those type of flaws, but he needs to understand that he's going to have to use the jab. He's going to have to slow the tempo down, and he's going to have to stop just looking for haymakers to take people's heads off like Wilder does. He's going to have to be a little bit different in his approach when he's attacking these guys, especially if we're talking about Andy Ruiz, because maybe he gets away with it 9 out of 10 times against most other guys, where he can just come out do whatever he wants, take him out three, four, five rounds, and not have to worry about gassing. Against Andy Ruiz, I don't believe it's going to happen. He's got to blast Ruiz completely out, or Ruiz is going to cause him hell. Stylistically, this is a bad matchup for Anthony Joshua because Ruiz is tough, he's game, he's got fast hands, he can hurt Joshua, and he's going to stay on him for the entire fight he has 100% belief that he's going to be able to break Anthony Joshua down in fact he expects Joshua to box exactly how we're talking use the jab set up the occasional right hand and when I say box I'm not talking Ali style here I'm not talking about moving all over the all over the ring he doesn't have the cardio to do that guys I'm sorry if he tries that he will guess it's the same thing if he comes out and blasts haymakers at Ruiz and puts him down but doesn't finish him a la the first fight he will gas and be in a world of trouble. On the flip side, if he tries to all of a sudden just incorporate all of this movement, he doesn't have the cardio to do that. But what he can do is fight and box like Klitschko and Lewis did. They used a nice, nice jab. They have very good power. So even when they're hitting you with the jab, it's doing damage. It's swelling you up. It's busting you up. You're bleeding. You're hurting. And then the occasional right hand and the hooks that came in. And when those things land, they do serious damage. So this is why you saw they would have like a a timid approach, but at the same time, they're slowly breaking these guys down. Look at their knockout percentage. Look at their records. They were getting stoppages. It just wasn't exciting. One round, come out, boom, Deontay Wilder style blasting people out. They were breaking their opponents down over time. Using that system behind the jab, occasional power punches, where they're able to conserve their gas tank, where they're able to go deeper into fights than they normally would be able to if they were just blowing it all out early in the fight like AJ often does. 
Look at his fight with Parker. And that's what I think you're going to see more of. It wasn't a very exciting fight, but AJ was able to go the rounds because he was able to dictate the pace. And that's what he needs to do. And against a guy like Andy Ruiz, it's different because I don't think highly of Parker at all. And that's funny because he beat Ruiz. But Parker stood on the outside and basically let uh, Anthony Joshua do whatever he wanted to do. I think that's what Joshua's going to try to do here with Ruiz. He's going to try to control him with the jab and try to slow that pace down where if he's starting to touch Ruiz with the jab and power punches from the outside, he's thinking maybe Ruiz will become a little more stationary. Maybe he'll be a little more hesitant like Parker was to come in to that damage to come into that power to go walk forward through that but I think Ruiz will even if he's getting hammered I think he knows he's got to get close and I think the difference between him and a lot of fighters is he believes he's done it once before but he believes that he's going to be able to break Joshua down so it's not a matter of winning the rounds per se it's a matter of just putting pressure on Joshua obviously you want to touch him you want to wobble him you want to put him down you want to do the same thing you did in the first fight but if it's not as easy you still have that in your back pocket that belief that you know hey I got the better cardio I got the better chin I can push this guy if we go to war he's gonna lose like he did the first time and if he doesn't go to war, that shows you how good I really am. That shows you my advantages. That shows you how worried he is about me, that he has to change his style. And you know what? I'm going to beat him when he changes his style because he doesn't have the cardio to do it. He can't move around me for 12 rounds. I'm going to be on him like white on rice, and he's going to get tired. And when he gets tired, I'm going to start putting some leather on him. And when I put the leather on him, his chin's going to fold and he's going to go down. This is what you're going to see in this fight. This is the mindset I believe you have of these two fighters. And even though AJ's talking about, you know, it's not going 12 and I'm having a knockout and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but I don't think it's like how you're going to see in the first fight. It would be ridiculous to me if he came out and tried that, that similar game plan of just come out, let's throw leather and see who goes down. Because in my opinion, that favors Ruiz. Even though Ruiz can be hurt, he can be dropped, and he can probably even be knocked out by Anthony Joshua. Let's be real here. But Ruiz is happy to engage in that type of fight as you saw in the first fight. I mean, AJ was still trying to throw on him in many of those rounds, and Ruiz took it and came right back, and he was happy to do it, and he ended up winning that way. So I don't think he would shy away from that type of fight, and all of a sudden you know, start boxing or running around or anything like that. It would be like, let's see who's going to fall down first. I don't think that favors Joshua because he has physical advantages that he could use and it's going to be behind the jab and he's got to slow the tempo down. He's got to keep Ruiz on the outside. If it's a fast-paced fight, that does not favor Anthony Joshua. It simply doesn't. He's had cardio issues in the past. And believe me, guys, I like Joshua. Technically speaking, I like him and, and the things that he does. But his flaws are glaring, and he hasn't fixed them. There was a point there where he was starting to get into some some rounds and some fights where it wasn't very entertaining. I said, okay, this is what you need to do. For longevity in his career, I believe that's what he needs to do. You don't really think of Klitschko and Lennox as being exciting, but when you look at their career and go back and look at their knockouts and some of the the fights that they had they were exciting in spots it just wasn't a case where they were doing it early and it wasn't dynamic it wasn't like wow they're enticing these guys that just came out and dominated like they did it a different way they would control their opponents set them up and then knock them down 
And that was one of the things Manny was really good at. He would get on both of those guys, speaking of Linux and Klitschko, because they would get too passive. So they've done the work. They've broken their guy down. The guy's on the outside. He's not a threat anymore. And Manny's like, okay, do it. Put the foot on the gas and finish him. And so sometimes he had to ride those guys super, super, super hard for them to get out of the shell and go ahead and finish. Because the game plan is this. You do what you have to do, safety first, but you're breaking them down little by little, round after round. And then when they're no longer a threat, you put the freaking pedal to the metal and you finish them. That's the game plan that Anthony Joshua, or forget game plan, let's say style. That's the style that Anthony Joshua needs from here on out. Not just because it's Andy Ruiz, but especially because he's fighting Andy Ruiz. But I'm saying for his longevity of a career to try to mask and hide these flaws that in my opinion are not going away, he needs this type of style. Now, like I said, there's other people who say, hey, listen, the majority of the time he's going to win just coming out blasting people out. And that's probably true. But he's getting paid 80, 90, 100 million dollars. Come on, guys. The majority of the time isn't going to work. You want to be spot on as much as possible to bank those purses. If it's nothing else other than money, you want to win. He's got super fights all over the place. And he's got to fight to his strengths. Because when you match him up, say even against a Wilder, you would say, he can't get hit. He can't get hit. And then you're going to talk about like a guy with Tyson Fury. You're going to say he doesn't have the cardio to go with Fury. He's got to knock him out early. So he's got to adapt. He's got to do things. Because remember, most people outside of the hardcore people thought Ruiz had no shot in hell to win that first fight. And so they were truly, truly shocked that, you know, Snickers was able to come in and do what he did against the Adonis. You know, he's sculpted, muscular, right? If you compare those two, you go, my Lord, what is this? But obviously, styles make fights. And anybody that knew Ruiz knew that if those flaws showed their ugly heads with Anthony Joshua, that Ruiz would be able to take advantage of him. And this is what you have in the second fight. It's exactly the same. It really is about how Anthony Joshua adapts here. And when you're talking about the odds, do you want to lay the money on Joshua? Do you think he's going to be able to adapt? Because if you're going off the first fight and you're going to think he's going to do that exact same game plan, there's no way in hell you would lay uh, the juice on Joshua. That wouldn't even make sense because it didn't work in the first fight. Now you can say, oh, well, he was getting blasted in sparring or came in with a concussion or this, that, and the other. And you know what? You can get countered with, hey, I've been hearing rumors he's getting blasted in sparring right now. And then you're going to come back with, well, um, I heard he's wrecking his sparring partners. Then you're going to come back with, well, Ruiz didn't have that much time. Maybe he'll come in better shape. What if he comes in lower than 260? What if he's not as fluffy? The fact of the matter is, stylistically, I think Joshua has to change something. If everything is perfect in his training camp and everything went exactly how he wanted to and he's just 100% on fight night, I still think he needs to change his style up because he's facing a guy who stylistically presents problems. He's aggressive. He's got fast hands. He can counter Joshua, and Joshua's considered fast, but he's able to counter Joshua's punches. He's got a good chin. You already saw that. He's got heart, and he's got determination, and he's got good cardio, better cardio than Joshua, where he's able to keep that pressure on him. 
Joshua has to do something different, in my opinion, to win. Now, the question is, do you think he can do it? Well, I think he can do it, like, physically and talent-wise. I think he has the tools to do it. The question is, will he be able to actually implement it on fight night? That That's a big question for me because mentally, I'm not sure where he's going to be. Maybe in the beginning of the fight, he's feeling good. But when, when he faces adversity, in my opinion, he's going to face some type of adversity in this fight, whether he overcomes or not is a question. But what happens there? If he starts to feel that adrenaline drop again and he starts to gas, what happens there? If he gets hurt, if he goes down, what happens there? Mentally, this could be a big, big ask for him coming back against a guy, in my opinion, that stylistically presents a lot of trouble or more likely is able to take advantage of the flaws that Joshua has. And then, of course, we've got to talk odds because that's what we do. And do you want to lay the juice on that? For me, that's a, that's a little more difficult. And honestly, if I'm looking at AJ and I'm looking at that type of game plan, that new style that I would like to see him fight, the even money by AJ inside is not really that enticing to me. In all honesty, I think AJ, if he won, would probably win on points. Two reasons. One, Ruiz is tough as freaking nails. And two, AJ would probably have to slow the tempo down. He would probably have to use the jab a lot, set up some power shots, but be a little bit more conservative in his attack simply because A, he has to be very careful being countered again with Ruiz's fast hands. We already know that Ruiz can touch him, he can hurt him, he can drop him, and ultimately stop him. So if we know that, AJ knows that. And the other thing is his cardio. He cannot go out there and just throw a massive amount of punches at Ruiz and not expect that the same thing is going to happen that happened in the first fight. If I don't get this kid out of there, I'm going to be totally gassed. I don't think it's a conditioning problem with AJ necessarily like he's he goes into training camp and doesn't train hard enough. It just could be maybe he has baby lungs. It could be because he's carrying too much muscle. But I don't think it's, oh, I don't train hard enough. So that's why I don't give a lot of credence to, oh, the training camp's going the best of my life. And all of a sudden, he's going to have super duper cardio. I don't believe that. Look throughout all of his fights. You see spots where he has trouble with his cardio. So I expect to him in this fight, if it goes any decent amount of rounds, to have trouble with his cardio that's why i think he needs to slow it down he needs to keep andy on the outside the one reason to keep andy on the outside obviously is your cardio but the other thing is it's a lot harder for ruiz to counter the jab you saw that in the first fight it was when uh aj started to open up with combinations mainly right hand left hook that ruiz was able to come back and counter but it's a lot more difficult for andy to counter the jab so that works really well for aj because you're keeping andy on the outside the threat of his counterattack lessens and you're conserving your cardio so in my opinion it's a must if you like AJ, and this is just my humble opinion, I think he has to adapt that style, especially against Ruiz. I think going forward, he needs to do it all of the time. And then you you can get a little more aggressive here or there. You find a tomato can open up a little bit. But overall, he needs to get in his mind 
that he has to be able to slow everything down, use the jab, set up his punches, break his opponents down, and if it takes 10, 11, 12 rounds, or if you have to win on points, you have to do it. You got to do what you got to do to win. He, he's got to get that in his head, or I think you're going to see exciting fights from him, but fights where he, he's in a life and death struggle even if he wins. So I think if you're looking at AJ, I really do believe that there's a possibility if everything's on and it's working right and he's able to uh, utilize his uh, physical advantages and implement the new game plan, the new style, that this fight would be a lot different than the first fight as, as far as action-packed and knockdowns. And it would be because he's able to successfully keep Andy on the outside and the, the tempo is slow and he's using the jab most of the time and the rounds are going by and he's, he's up on points. For Andy, you could say he's got to be in the face of Anthony Joshua simply because of that jab alone. The height and the reach is very difficult for Ruiz to sit on the outside and win that fight. I think anybody would agree with that. It doesn't matter if he's 268 pounds or 208 pounds. The fact of the matter is he has some physical disadvantages. So he's going to want to get close. It worked the first time. He believes it's going to work the second time. And again, I think he's mentally strong enough that he knows he's going to have to walk through some firepower. He's going to have to get on the chest. He's going to have to touch uh, AJ is going to have to make AJ uncomfortable. It's, it's kind of a case of you're going to bring him to these dark, dark places and ask Anthony Joshua to answer the questions about himself. Or a lot of times you hear, you know, I'm going to take him into deep waters and drown him. This is the style of Andy Ruiz against everybody. He's just in your face. He's on top of you. And he's saying, my chin, my speed, and my cardio is better than yours. And that's what he's going to do against AJ. Now, does that, does that mean that it works out exactly like it did in the first fight? It doesn't have to. As long as he's having success, this is what you need to look at when you're watching this fight. Don't get it twisted because if AJ is having success, more success than what he did in the first fight, that Ruiz is still not laying the exact blueprint to beat AJ later on. It, you've got to really pay attention to how well AJ is keeping Andy Ruiz on the outside with the jab and how well he's conserving his cardio. Because if Ruiz is making AJ work too hard over the course of those early rounds, three, four, five, six, seven, eight rounds, there is no question in my mind that AJ will falter. His cardio is just not there. If Ruiz is able to make AJ work super duper hard, that even if AJ is having success, ultimately Andy will be saying to himself, I'm going to get him an 8, I'm going to get him a 9, I'm going to get him in 10. He is going to be laying the groundwork and say, I'm going to get this guy when he gasses. It doesn't matter if it's in round 5 or in round 12. I know my pressure will ultimately make him break physically and mentally. This is what I think Andy Ruiz is going to be thinking and how he's going to be fighting going in. So when you look at the line on Ruiz, this is a little bit different depending on if you liked him and you got in early. Like I said in the beginning of the podcast, at one point, this cat's up there in the 270s, 275. 
If you look at where he's at inside right now to win inside, he's sitting somewhere right around 240-ish. So obviously, if you got him at 275 straight, we don't need to talk about anything else. That's a far better line than what you could get right now. And obviously, it gives you multiple ways to win if he was able to get on AJ, maybe score some knockdowns, but AJ's able to survive. Again, in my opinion, AJ has heart. He went through a lot in that first fight. He was still standing. The ref ultimately stopped it. You can say if he, you know, if he mentally wanted to quit or was looking for a way out. I don't necessarily agree with that. Like I said, it takes a lot of courage to go down that many times and get up and continue to fight and continue to try to win. But if he, if Ruiz had some struggles there where AJ implemented his new style and he was able to do it for three, four, five, six rounds without getting knocked down, without being totally gassed. And Ruiz came on in the second half and maybe scored a couple knockdowns, but Joshua was able to make it to the bell. Then you could see how Ruiz could win, right? A couple knockdowns and he's dominating the second half of the fight as Anthony Joshua slows down, has cardio issues. Again, a couple knockdowns, some wobbling, just gives a bad impression and he can keeps his title that you can perfectly 100% see so if you're getting 275 then obviously that's the best line now he's anywhere between like 70 ish to 90 ish straight right now and then you got to factor in if you think that the possibility of him winning like I just explained is is a real possibility or you know this is it's a long shot that if he was dominating Joshua if he was touching him that Joshua would be able to survive again I guess that goes back to a lot of people believe that Joshua doesn't have the heart or the mental strength to be able to go through that type of fight and make it 12 rounds I'm not going to say that I think like again I, I give him a little more credit than a lot of people do I think that he's more mentally tough than what people think he is and he's just, I mean, when you're physically done, you're physically done. I mean, he had spaghetti legs. What are you going to do? You can't you can't stand up on jello legs. So you, I mean, your body shuts down. I think that's what happened. But personally, obviously, depending on your line, I like Andy Ruiz straight. That covers you just in case that scenario happens where he gets to AJ, but he gets to him a little too late, you know, a, a little too late to close the show, but he does enough to win on points. As far as uh, AJ goes again, I mean, really, like, if he's able to win this fight, I really think he's he's got to slow it down. I just, I don't think he can do what he's done throughout his career. I don't think he can have those same type of faults and those same type of rounds that he's had against guys like Klitschko, where he looks like death and he's somehow able to overcome. I just don't think it's going to work against Andy. He's a different type of fighter. He's got a different type of mentality. I think AJ needs to take a totally different approach in this fight, and I'm not sure he's going to. That's the thing here. I'm really not sure if he's going to, and even best case scenario that he does it, he still has to implement it, in my opinion, for 12 rounds. So we're talking like a decision here. I know that sounds crazy because of the way he fights and his record and his knockouts and explosiveness and this, that, and the other. But I just think against stylistically against a guy like Andy Ruiz, that type of that type of game plan that you've been doing and getting away with isn't going to work. We saw that in the first fight. So if he wants to mix a little bit in, you might be able to mix a little bit in. You might be able to open up with some counters here, there. You hurt him. You go for a kill. You know, three, four, five, six punch combo and see is is he really hurt? 
But he's got to be on, guys. If he screws up this game plan, in my opinion, he's done. Because I think he almost has to fight a perfect fight. You got two two sides of the coin here. You got the side, you come out, you blast Andy Ruiz out, and you win and you go home. We saw that in the first fight. It didn't happen. He dropped him, but he didn't do the most important part, which was finish him. Or you got the, the other side of the coin where, okay, I've got to use my technical ability, my physical abilities, but I've got to protect my flaws. I've got to protect myself. So I've got to do this a little bit different than what I've done in the past. Can he do it? That's the question. I think physically, mentally, emotionally, he may be able to do it, but we don't know what's going to happen when Andy gets to him because in my opinion, Andy's going to get to him. And at some point, he's going to get tired. At some point, he probably will get hurt or maybe even drop. I think he's going to have to go through adversity and that's where it could all fall apart. You've seen that many times with fighters where they have the perfect game plan, the perfect style. Everything's going great and then all of a sudden, it's not. And that was kind of the case with AJ early on even. Like, he scored the first knockdown. It wasn't it wasn't a soft knockdown either. I mean, Ruiz hit his butt right on the canvas. It was a legitimate left hook that put him down. And everything looks like a typical AJ fight until it didn't. And so, to me, it's a lot to ask for AJ's coming back right after the knockout loss where he got dropped four or five times, loses the title, he's a big favorite, and immediately comes back. They're fighting in Saudi Arabia, time difference, food difference. And then, in my opinion, you're going to add to that whole recipe that you got to change up your style to beat this guy who's a hard-nosed, just throwback fighter who's going to be in your face until he can't be in your face anymore. And, and that's that's a tough, tough ask with a guy that has a questionable chin and certainly cardio. Even if you want to say, you know, it's heavyweights, anybody can go down, he got back up. All those things are true. The cardio, the cardio, the cardio. If you ask me, out of those two things, his chin or cardio, which was more important, not only here but throughout his career, it's the cardio because he's a different fighter he literally can't keep his hands up his legs go I mean they go completely out from underneath him he has no movement he has no defensive ability he can barely even hold I mean it's significant what happens to him when that cardio goes when he hits that wall he really absolutely hits the wall and don't just look at the Ruiz fight go back to the Klitschko fight my God, man, Klitschko had that fight right there. If you go back and you look at that fight, how Joshua's body language is, when he was basically out of it and how he looked in the corner and his breathing and just the way that he was unable to move and defend and how he looked like he was just going to collapse, you saw the exact same shit happen in the Ruiz fight. He fought through it against Klitschko, and he tried to fight through it against uh, Andy Ruiz. That's why I say I give him more credit than most people do for his heart and determination and mental strength because I think he tries. It's literally like his body shuts down. For me, I got to take the plus money on the fluffy Snickers to get it done again. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.